Hello and welcome to How Is That Not A Thing, the podcast where we pitch crazy inventions and decide whether they're real or not. I'm joined today by Freddie Riddell. Hello. Sophie Marquand. Hello. And Roland Mertz, our special guest. Hello. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> I'm Roland. I am currently, I just finished the GDL, so that's a law conversion. Really exciting. Um, and yeah, I'm just sort of doing nothing. <laughs> I'm just bumming around. <laughs> Enjoying life. For all those uh, hitnap maniacs out there that are keeping up with the canon, we are now no longer recording in the cottage. We've moved out. We're in London. We've hit the big time, and we're currently at the top of Maxie's house, and we can see all the way to Alistair Palace. Alistair <laughs> Palace. <laughs> Alexandra Palace is just over there, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. What a lovely view to 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 record this podcast to. Sophie, would you like to go first? Yes, I'd love to go first. So, it's the summer holidays, um, and I've been travelling a bit. Um, Where have you travelled? Well, I've spent a little bit of time in Malaysia. Some of that time was spent in Kuala Lumpur, the capital city, and some of that time was also spent on Redang Island, um, which is basically just a kind of beach resort. And I discovered a device while I was there that I hadn't come across before. Um, and this is something that, you know, when you're staying on a beach and your uh, hotel backs onto the beach, so you basically just wander from well, the hotel to the beach and back again. And hotels situated on beaches have the never-ending problem of sand just being trailed around by the guests and having to constantly sweep it up or whatever. Um, so this hotel had something uh, that stopped that from happening. I suppose you could call it a sand remover or a sand getter offer. And it's just a, <laughs> a, a simple little thing uh, that one places one's feet and uh, lower legs, ankles, into. Um, and it has um, very soft rotating brushes that brush the sand off your feet and um, take away the majority of it and stop you from leaving sandy footprints all over the hotel. Okay, so let me get this. It's just like an automatic version of like there's just brushes that you get on the side of beaches sometimes. But automated, yeah. So yeah. Is it, when you say tiny soft brushes, is it like a handle with a load of threads coming off it and they just sort of whisper against your feet and go... No, you know how um, when you buy a toothbrush, yeah. you can get it in three different, I don't know... Uh, Hard, medium, densities. and soft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the Sophie, soft... I didn't know that. Did I, I did not know that. Bristle either. density. Not yeah. what, what are the units of dens- bristle density? Hard, medium, and soft. No, it's like, yeah, it's like sensitive, medium, and not sensitive. This is, this is a new <laughs> world to me. God. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what the third, the top, the hardest one is the called. I couldn't even name <laughs> what I am. I couldn't even name whether I'm you, you probably sensitive get, are you a sensitive or normal man? or not sensitive. You probably sensitive. get regular. If you don't know what you're doing, then you're probably buying regular in well, Now I feel like an amateur. Why yeah. are you looking at your toothbrushes just, before you buy them? Oh, God. I'll just go for the one that looks professional. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the toothbrush for the modern man. Oh, I see. But yeah, this, these are like, uh, imagine sort of small scaled down versions of... The car wash. Smaller than a toothbrush. Oh, a car wash. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there's car wash. That's, that's just a single bristle. <laughs> Takes a fucking yeah. time to get anything off. Um, mm. Those car wash spinny brushes. It's yeah, that, yeah. that system, and you just insert your ankles with obviously feet on the end <laughs> into these, and it slowly rotates, um, softly brushing the sand off your feet. Um, what about between your toes? Well, I suppose if you wriggled your toes around, 
it would get out. But like, if you, I didn't... think you need quite a dexterous brush to get between my toes. <laughs> <laughs> that's not just because of what a classy dame I am. I mean, I don't like that. <laughs> let's not bring personal problems into okay. this. <laughs> Question number two: Why isn't air good enough for them? Have you ever tried blowing oh, sand doesn't... off your feet? No, but one of those Dyson high-pressure woofers. Dyson aren't very powerful. That'd whack. Come no, over no. here and say that. Sophie, no, Sophie's definitely right. Like, sand is super sticky. That's why it's a problem in the first place. Because you come off from the sea, and that's... Yeah, and yeah. Sand, it, that, that's have... the eternal problem. You trying to get, to, like, trying to get from the, the, the beach to the, to the hotel. No, I, like I mean, I don't like the beach and never go, so I don't know so why... I, know what this I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. That's too warm and wet at the same time. I I, ha- I do have also two issues, mm-hmm. which are probably better issues than you. Well, let's listen to Maxi's issues. <laughs> Feet dimensions vary a lot, and like leg shape, not not so much shape, but more also dimensions. Mine's a rhombus. Is it? Yeah, you should get that checked out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, if if someone has a bigger foot than another person, does that cause issues at all? So. I assume. Well, I mean, I I I know that it's a san- standardized standardized. Oh! Oh! They probably put that on the brochure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a standardized um, size. So if yeah. you have got oversized fat calves, you're not going to fit in to the thing. Similarly, a baby's feet probably <laughs> wouldn't get touched by it. But don't Stick put the whole baby, baby in there. there. <laughs> the whole, the whole, whole baby in there. Oh, what if you've got a there. sandy baby? You need to. Well, then, then you're brush that baby off. In a tricky situation. Mm. <laughs> uh, dip, dip it in the sea. Okay. Dry it with a towel. Yeah, that's a better solution than <laughs> sticking it in a whirling car wash. Uh, I was going to ask uh, very quickly what, what happens if it malfunctions? Because to me, the idea of sticking your feet in sort of a, uh-huh. a, like a basically what is essentially a miniature car wash. Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like your baby would get it, mangled. If it just like, I don't know, either just stops and you're stuck or. Even worse, overheats and starts like properly like going, and then and then what? To well, be fair, did, what? did it happen at all whilst you? Um, no. Did your friends get brushed <laughs> down to bone? <laughs> to be fair, what was health and safety like in Malaysia? On the whole, pretty decent. Uh, the 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 plugs there, like the 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 electricity, is three point um, pins just like here, so you don't have to bring any adapters or anything. And I didn't suffer any electric shocks while I was there. Mm. Uh, health and safety, yeah, in terms of electronic things were was fairly good so what i was going to ask is what happens with the sand because one Ooh. sand is really bad for like electronics and mechanisms and things right. and two if you're cleaning this all off where is it going so there's a tray underneath as it's brushed off yeah. naturally due to gravity it falls onto the tray the trays then pulled out sprinkle you know put the put the sand back on the beach put the tray back so in. is there like a sand monitor or something who's checking that it doesn't get overflowed i think you're being too high tech about this <laughs> could, they, could they get like a little model train set that comes along every half an hour and replaces the tray people at home are you sick of getting sand in your crevices this could be perfect for you I'm, i know that personally i am um roland do you think it's a thing um i mean i know they've got that physical those those sort of like the manual ones i can see them trying to automate it so yeah. Yeah, why not? Um, I'll say it's a thing. All right. Freddie? Um, I think this machine is taking away jobs from people <laughs> who previously would do this by hand, like how the shoe shine machine removed the shoe shine industry from Britain overnight. So I, I don't believe anyone will buy it. Ah. Mm. I'm 
I'm unsure. I'm, I'm going to go with it's probably real because it sounds like people, people are lazy enough for that to exist. I don't know. Sophie, is it a thing? It's not a thing. I lied. I didn't brush my feet. I mean, I brushed my feet, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just... it, it didn't brush my feet for me. I had oh. to do it myself. Lies! Oh. Roland, how about your thing? What have you got for us? Right. Well, I've got an app. Oh my god, this I is have my territory. I know, I, uh, I've uh, encroached on your territory. Um, so, uh, alright, so you're single. Yeah. And you're looking to get a date. What would you normally do? Uh, flag a cab. Tinder or Bumble, <laughs> I guess. Bumble's the I new was, one, isn't it? I was more looking along the lines of what, what Maxi said. But uh, yeah, so you go on Tinder. You say flag a cab. Yeah. Flag a cab. <laughs> You get in like a cab, and if there's well, a nice young date. if there's a nice young lady in there, say hello. Where are you going to? And she says, same as you. We're in the same cab. Real life isn't serendipity. Oh. <laughs> anyway. go, go to a bookshop, <laughs> Roland. So you, so you're on Tinder, but it's just not doing it for you. You know, you're not finding anyone. You keep swiping whatever direction it is. I've never actually been on Tinder, so is it left? left? You yeah. keep, keep swiping left, mm. but nothing is happening. You're not finding your soulmate. Well, it's because you're swiping left, Roland. Yeah. Left means no. But that means no, no, one, no one connects with you. Oh, right. That's the reason. You're swiping oh. left because none of them connect yeah, with you. Yeah, you don't even give them the chance to And then you try to, you. to swipe with everyone right, and yeah. no one's connecting with you oh, on the other side. That's even sadder. So you're just like, everyone hates me. Mm. <laughs> um, and maybe you come to a, the truth. Come finally. to the truth. And then, you re- and then you sit down and you really think about it, and you think, why can't I have an app which <laughs> finds someone based on what my favourite Pokemon is? Right. <laughs> Obviously, it's that. Is the app. <laughs> That's the logical conclusion. Yeah. Because you have a favourite Pokemon. I do. And... Okay, wait, wait. Okay. So, Roland, what's your favourite Pokemon? What's my favourite Pokemon? Oh, this is a... <laughs> this was the most obvious <laughs> question. This is the, the question I was expecting and I don't have an answer. Because I want to um... know if we are one another's true love. <laughs> I always liked Charmander. I was, quite, I was quite. I was quite. I'm quite generic in a way. A lot of people like Charmander. Have never played Pokemon. Freddy Scyther. I, I knew he was gonna say that. Uh, I like Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Right. Oh, yeah, oh so just... for instance, Maxi and Roland would not be able to date. This is the thing. The way the app works is that it matches you with people which you're not either you're not incompatible with either because you your Pokemon counters their Pokemon. <laughs> Or because their Pokemon count as yours. Yeah. So if, for instance, I had a fire Pokemon and yeah. Maxi has a leaf Pokemon, Bulbasaur, we would not, we would not be you compatible. You wouldn't. No. It would be a terrible date. I, I would be too overbearing because I'm super effective against you. But if Sophie had another fire Pokemon, then things would be hotting up. It would be oh. it would be compatible. And what if yeah. she had like a ghost or fairy type? Well, then it's a bit more open, I guess. It's hmm. it's it's your you can see which like you can you see which Pokemon they have um, on their profile. Like it's a bit like Tinder, but then they have the little Pokemon in the corner, sort of like a picture of it. And uh, and so most of the time, you'll avoid the ones you're incompatible with. But every every other ones, you can just swipe left or right. So, so is it on? So when you do the swiping, is it on the basis of this Pokemon thing? Or is it on the basis of how they look, like with all other dating apps? It's a bit of both. Like, you have the picture of them and you have the picture of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Do I only get shown Pokemon that are compatible with me? So that's already filtered people out. You get Pokemon that are compatible with you, and then also Pokemon which are just a bit, like... Out there. Out there. Which yeah. are, like, not really, like... Say, like, well, I mean, 
yeah, like a ghost Pokemon. If that yeah. if that turned up, I, that, that would just be a bit like yay or nay. Yeah, okay. But then yeah. you can sort of get an idea of what the person's like. So I've got a question and a suggestion bundled yeah. up into one. <laughs> so you know Snapchat has those filters? Yeah. What I'd really like to see from this app is if you had all the nice pictures that you have on like a Tinder profile, yes. but you've replaced all of their faces with their favourite Pokemon. <laughs> so you get like, you get to see their body and hair. Yeah. And like chin. <laughs> Just... But like, a topless muscular Charmander. Yeah. Like, <laughs> strutting its stuff. Yeah. Are we, are we talking about like a cartoon face of Charmander or are they like, trying like, to make it more realistic? No, I think like, <laughs> like photorealistic. Photoreal. It's just Scaly a red lizard. <laughs> I think, I think the photorealism, I think that I, I, like, that's, that's not what they do, but I think they're missing a trick. The only, the only thing that, mm, so sorry to be a bit slow, but how many Pokemons are there? Uh, oh well, Sophie. Ooh, wow. so, what a question! What a question! There's 151 in the first lot. That's the thing. This one covers the first generation okay, only so, because the, the app is aimed at people who are a little bit like older. right. Yeah. So we and most really... of them will only remember. Well, I mean, some people are like, yes, all the generations, but like no. most of us really care about the first generation. So, so. we've got okay. Take say 150, whatever. 151. Yeah. Um, and how and how many um, how many types are there? Oof. Like 10? Like 10 yeah. or something like that, yeah. So that allows for 15 per type. About that, yeah. And and then of those, I mean, how many matches can you make? The only the only reason I'm asking this is because I'm trying to compute because the way that um, other dating apps work naturally is that it's based on uh, distance, location. Yeah. Um, so that there's actually a possibility of you meeting this person. Yeah, no, but certainly this is a way more important factor. <laughs> <laughs> you should put it's not just about how near you are. I yeah. mean, if if you had compatible Pokemon, you would travel five hundred miles to go. Five hundred more. And five hundred more to just be to the man. be the man who also had a Charmander. <laughs> the, I'm, I'm just saying that you've literally got about fifteen people within that ten no, mile radius. You you can do the math and be really boring. So you only look at it as actually choosing the type, and like types only interact with like three other different types. So yeah. really you're only filtering out a fifth of the available people. Okay. And then the other four fifths you choose based on their face. And then divide it again into all the sexualities. Yeah. Really, oh. It's getting complex. Essentially, <laughs> there is one person <laughs> on this dating app. It's about finding your and, true love. And they have a scyther as well. Well, is that not the point? To find that special someone? I, I do. So it's the perfect app. I would suggest that not many people are choosing Mr. Mime or something. <laughs> You'll you be surprised. Who is, <laughs> you know who is choosing Mr. Mime? <laughs> People who shouldn't be allowed near people who like Pokemon because most people who like Pokemon are children. <laughs> I can just imagine a lonely yeah. man in their room like, I feel like I'm using the app wrong. There's no one else I'm matching with. <laughs> Why are there no other Mr. Mars? <laughs> Why have we never heard of this? Because it's in Japan. It is a Japan only app. Only Japan. Well, we yes. need to go to Japan. So there's licensing issues in the UK. So okay. uh, obviously Nintendo wouldn't be very happy. But for some reason they allowed it in Japan. Hey, me. Do I think it's real? Uh, I do think it's real. I think it's a good app. I think we've proven that it'll help you find the one. And I, I just want it, I want it to be true as well, a little bit. I think it's, it needs to be made, especially after this Pokemon Go hype. But I think I would definitely have heard about this. Oh, Pokemon Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Shut down. <laughs> Whoa, the negativity, I don't like it. I'm not even answering whether it's oh. real or not. No, like, uh, it's, it's a lovely idea, well done. <laughs> right, Roland, is it real or not? It's definitely not a thing. Oh! No. Uh.
I can't believe that's... Well, I can believe because I thought it wasn't real. <laughs> you do, But you should send that to what? someone. I don't to know. And, and Game Freak and the well, Pokemon they... Company. <laughs> Thank you, Roland. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. We know that you've not got the time in your day to worry about making a website and doing an app. That is why you can come to Kodogo. Kodogo is a fresh new digital agency who do websites. Kodogo.io Code. Mm, Kodogo. <laughs> okay, so mine is... It's not an app, for once. Okay, so you're out in the wilderness and you're, you're a bit lost and your phone dies. What the hell do you do? You've... Ideally, you would have thought ahead and brought one of those rechargeable packs. And maybe you did that, but that also ran out of battery. You've been out there for days at this point. Yeah. <laughs> You're running out of food. You need something that can be used anywhere. You need something. <laughs> have you invented solar panels? <laughs> it's better than a solar panel. <laughs> it's a fire-powered iPhone charger. So, you've got your campfire going. Mm. Why not use that heat to recharge your electrical devices? Simply put this, uh, it's like a sort of, un it's a metal unit that you put on a fire and it heats up and then that co uh, converts the heat into kinetic energy, which then charges your phone. It's great. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> Good, well, I believe it's a thing then. <laughs> <laughs> That's just that. <laughs> so, I, like, this sort of works in a camping situation where you've got that whole thing set up, yep. but you're lost in the wilderness, you're about to get eaten by a bear, and you're like, no, let me light this fire that I could apparently do the whole time, so I can recharge my phone. It, it works anywhere. You're in the office. Maybe you want to, uh, you've got a bonfire in your garden that needs getting, disposing of. You know, light it, stick that on there, maybe pump some electricity back into the grid. Mm. You've enslaved all of the human race and you're making them live in a simulation, but you need to extract energy out of them. You turn their heat into electricity. You need a full-blown flame, because I think it needs like quite a lot of heat to actually make it work. Okay, so you can't just get like a lighter and just charge it with that. might give it like a couple of percent, maybe. I don't know. What if it's raining and you can't get a fire going? Mm. Well, then you really are fucked. But then... <laughs> but then <laughs> we should have thought about that before we moved to England. <laughs> then, Sophie, you're going to want the other complementary product... The water turbine iPhone charger. Uh -huh, right. <laughs> right, what a fool we were. <laughs> you can get these all at Maplin's right now. Well, I mean, there's not much to ask, really, is there, other than what kind of stupid moron invented this? This sounds so fragile and prone to error. Yes. I'm not, yeah, it does sound a bit. This sounds like such, I mean, I believe it got kickstarted. Because <laughs> what? the internet. I'm gonna be honest. When I first saw it, I was like, "This is one of those kickstarters that gets kickstarted and never materializes yeah, for some reason." Because it was fucking silly. So is it? Sorry, is, is, is it like a sort of? What's the the bit at the end that actually charges it? Is it like a sort of? So imagine like a like, metal like plate, and it, then okay, I'm imagining that, yeah. and then a cable coming out of the side of that, or no, out of the top of it that goes into your phone. Okay, how big's the plate? Like, plate size. Like, almost a foot squared, I guess. It's quite big. Yeah, it's quite big. It's, I don't think it's that heavy. It's quite light. And so that goes mm -hmm. on top of the fire or under the fire, in the fire? Uh, it kind of hangs over it. So you with have the, to stand there. With the tripod that you brought with you. Oh, that. No, you just yeah. get a stick or something and put it across the fire. The stick would burn. Sticks no. do that. How do you do, like, you know, you can cook, like, roast a pig over a fire or something. 
I think you're thinking of the Beano, where they do things like that. All right, in real life, they <laughs> Ray don't. Mears would have a flipping field day with this thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I like it. I like it, but it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mum said about me. <laughs> we know this boy. He's all right, you know, but he's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sugar coating. <laughs> what do you think about it? Um, I just I I'm struggling to figure out. Is it like? package up can you package it up or is it just literally like a disc that you carry around it's it's not as convenient to carry as you'd hope <laughs> and even yeah. less than i'd say no, we're talking like a plate like you know a foot a foot by foot a square kind of rounded corners uh you know slip it down the back of your backpack i don't think it's a thing oh, well should we ask the people at home first yes sorry <laughs> hey bear do you would you, this have saved your hide in the Gobi Desert? Oh, that is one quite good use, isn't it? Because you could probably just let it down on the sand in the desert. Yeah, if you're deserted in the desert. Um, uh, yeah, well, tell me what you think. Send us a text using your fully recharged phone. I've just I've just got a text. It says, "SOS, I'm stuck in the Gobi Desert." So whoa, whoa, bear, oh, bear. We've not even published this yet. It's, you're so eager. It's amazing that they've got signal over there. Yeah, Maxi's device also generates phone signal. Does it now? Oh, conveniently, yeah, like, in, you have to carry around telephone pylons. <laughs> you, have, you do have to carry a mains cable back to your house. I think it is a thing because I have no respect for humanity's judgment. Yeah. Great, that's good to hear. <laughs> it is a thing. Uh... I'm not sure if it's a like a product formally like that. I can't remember. Is it on sale? Rayla wants to buy one. I want to buy one. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a thing. You, I've seen it online and you can buy it. And I've also seen like hacks how to make your own as well. So it's like actually quite common. I don't think it's that useful though. Like no, I know no. your criticisms are all valid because <laughs> you've got to really think ahead for that to be useful. <laughs> I think it's it's one of those things where it's it's just curiosity people would get mm. it because they're curious as to how it works and they yeah. want to have a go they wouldn't do it actually because they need to use it no mm. you're right it's a one-off thing yeah. like a fondue set <laughs> hmm. just like a fondue set yeah, yeah. But a thing you can only use once <laughs> i also <laughs> never again i took that on my last camping trip as well just, yeah. fondue yeah. set and a firepower phone charger <laughs> picture the scene if you will you're at work, maybe you just got out of bed, and you want to know what the weather is. <laughs> but you don't want to have to look out the window like some sort of pleb. <laughs> I really don't have time for that. No, exactly. Turning your head... No, my neck hurts quite a lot, actually, at the moment. <laughs> I don't want to turn my head. I want, right? to look, I want to look straight ahead, because it's, that's how you make a good start-up. <laughs> anyway, so how do you discover what the weather is? Introducing this little box... It's a small glass box with a little plastic base on it. And the environment inside the box reflects the environment outside your window. So if it's raining, little bits of rain will be coming down. If it's sunny, it'll be bright in the box. If it's cloudy, it generates like a little foggy cloud. How? Yeah, how does it work? How does any of that work? It's vapour. Wait, so this isn't digital. This is like... It's not a projection or anything. It's actual water. You can't fake oh. real water. How big is the box? Small. It's petite. It's a it's a like it's a shoebox. Like smaller than a shoebox. Okay. Bigger than a mouse. Smaller than um, <laughs> like a Tupperware. Like hand hand size. Yeah, you could feasibly carry it around quite easily. Okay. And how does it 
replicate the weather outside the window? So presumably, I'm not a uh, computer scientist, but I think it's got... <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing you are, yeah. yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I think it connects up to your house Wi-Fi and it just polls the BBC weather or like various weather services uh, and just okay. says, hey friend, what's the weather? And then reflects it. Is it, yeah. is it or could it be simultaneously an alarm clock? I couldn't anything. <laughs> I don't remember reading about it being an alarm clock on the website. It may or may not be an alarm clock. So you could probably mod that in if you're that way inclined. You could just stick a clock on it. Yeah. <laughs> With <laughs> duct tape. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's Completely gonna... obscuring the cloud inside. <laughs> <laughs> so it's mostly an aesthetic thing. It's like a, a, a little sort of like thing you have on the side, which is like, oh, look. Yeah, I've it's, got my, I've got it's my wizard cube. I, I really like it. I, it. That's the kind of thing yeah. I would own. I mean, the useless mm. kind of pretty thing that I would love to mm. own. And also it's slightly intriguing. So the types of weather it does are sunny, uh, cloudy, cloudy and rainy, thunderous. I think it just does the lightning, no sound. Okay. And those are really all the types of weather. No snow. Ooh. There were no pictures of snow on the website, and you'd think if it could snow. do... Snow's tricky, know. though, isn't it's it? Cold, it has to be cold. It yeah. has to be very cold, but also not too cold. Tell you what, if you took it outside and just set it to the rain setting... <laughs> <laughs> when it was cold. Yeah. It, no, it would probably freeze up and break. Yeah, don't do that. You'll break your vape box. <laughs> and is it mains powered? How is it powered? Well, I think vaporising water is quite an energy intensive task so it wouldn't last long on batteries it mm. is mains charged I think but I don't think they make a big thing of the cable because you know cables are pretty 2003 mm. going back to the snow thing I'm now just imagining like loads of people with somehow having this box because it's loads of people with this box just confidently strolling outdoors into uh, like a hail or like a snowstorm mm. right into the middle of a blizzard because they thought it was going to be a mild rain today you know what it doesn't do, but it actually might be able to do in version 2.0, which would be quite cool, is if it were to like fog up a bit and then chill the chamber so that ice formed on the outside. Ooh. That sounds doable, actually. Yeah, so it could just say, oh, it's, it's, it's generic it's icy. It's frosty right. outside. Look, snow's a bit much for me, but, you know, wear some galoshes. Don't go out Mr. Freeze is around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jumping Jack, Jack Frost. Snosh. Guys at home, is it, what's the weather like in your neck of the woods? Is it frosty or is it... <laughs> raining or is it really sunny or is it thunder that was one of the options yeah is it any of the weathers <laughs> do you have weather is it number eight on your weather chart so i'm not sure it's real well i just feel like i don't i don't i can't imagine these weather conditions being miniaturized very effectively i think it'd be really hard to do so i don't think it's real sophie what do you think I really like it, I, but I can't imagine it being mass-produced. I can imagine it being quite expensive to create and quite difficult. So it's the sort of thing that'd be produced um, on sort of Etsy or something, like almost handmade um, yeah, yeah. type thing. So I, I'd like to think it is. Yeah. I'm torn. I, if, I, I, I feel like it's not real, but I really wish it was. But <laughs> Freddie Riddell, is it a thing? Well, I'm going to shock you all by saying yes, it is a thing. What? Whoa, no way. That's a thing. Yeah. Sick. Well, let's get one. Right. Right? <laughs> We're getting one for the office. Um, Next I vlog. <laughs> I think it's actually surprisingly cheap. It's the, I think it's on Firebox and Hawkins Bazaar and those sort of websites. I can have a look and we can get one for the office. But yeah, they're not crazy expensive. They're, this that's is like really a retail cool. item. Oh my God. That's yeah. Really cool. How Bloody cool. Hell. That's Amazing. Awesome. Well, that's yeah. awesome. 
I still cannot see the point in them though. Like I like no, it's opening compl- the curtains. It's completely pointless. It's just nice. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's nice to have. Like yeah. candles. What the what's the point? Mm. Well. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, guys. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Add us on iTunes. Add me on Snapchat. You Red yeah. SRM. R-E-D-S-R-M is my username. I'm on Snapchat. It's smelly lettuce, but I've misspelled lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I leave it as a puzzle to the reader to figure out how it's spelt. The, the answer will be in next week month's episode. Well, if you can, if you can add him, then that will be your reward. Yeah. I, I used to write a music blog, uh, which I'm thinking of possibly starting up again. Ooh, nice, yeah. yeah. Uh, sound rating... Uh, .blogspot.com um, but other than that yeah I think I'm fairly I'm elusive I'm fairly elusive I'm, uh, I'm actually quite uh, yeah I haven't been, able to, the wind to, haven't been able to make eye contact with you the whole time you've been here it's true my eyes slip off you like oil off a duck's back yeah that's, that's the sort of vibe I go for mm. yeah. <laughs> well thank you very much for listening and see you next time